right, welcome back, Big Round the Chip here. How's everybody doing? Another beautiful day here. This is a, I, I, you know, I don't like to get hung up talking about the weather, especially since uh, you guys might not live in the same place I do. Um, well, I know you're not here. I'm out in the middle of freaking nowhere. Nobody's out here. I'm barely out here, and I'm here. Anyway, let's not get into philosophy here. I'm trying to talk about the fucking weather. All right, guys. It's unseasonably fucking warm. Actually, one thing I remember um, someone, a very wise person said at one point was um, the world doesn't give a shit about your fucking seasons. You know, everyone thinks that the planet or whatever the fuck is supposed to follow this. You know what I mean? Because we want to find order in the universe. Now, there is order in the universe in, in, in certain regards as far as like uh, thermodynamics and, and uh, all that transfer of heat the transfer of air pressure the transfer of all these things there are balances there are sort of laws of nature and law but uh far beyond my fucking understanding and uh if you want to listen to me try to fumble through absolutely i will but uh for now let's just say that but in general like no like the fucking planet doesn't give a fucking shit it's just like you know or it's like it's like people think it just uh rains on, a, on when there's a funeral and it's like do you really think the entire universe depends on that one fucking person? That being said, I think that, like, I've been to, like, if I've been to a dozen funerals, I think they were raining, like, ten of them have, like, rain. It was fucking weird. So, I mean, I, I do feel like that's something that happens, <laughs> but, you know what I mean? To think that that is fucking the way the universe works, it's so fucking absurd. It's so egocentric. It's so narcissistic. I'm not trying to fucking give shit to anyone who's mourning or, or, or you know wants to believe that because that's a time when you desperately want to believe in spirituality and uh, magic and, and, and religion and I don't want to fucking shit all over that I, I that one thing I will say I shit on religion a lot and I always will but I remember one time I made this fucking I, I, I've told this story many times but I'll tell it I'll tell it again is um I, I made this comment about like to some religious person like you know we were exchanging um back and forth like you're talking to some fucking forum online it's probably like youtube comments or some shit and uh i've had a lot of and i always have to defend myself because whenever i think about spending time on the internet talking shit and commenting whatever i always feel like oh god what a way to waste a fucking life but uh, <laughs> I always feel like I have to defend myself. I've had very, very enlightening, intelligent conversation on the internet with strangers, including YouTube comments. So that being said, it can occur. Usually it doesn't. Usually it's like people just being super fucking rude and childish and, you know, just saying stuff that they're afraid to say in person, but behind their computer screen. And um, you know what? I, I kind of like that too because I, I you know oh god I'm gonna cringe so hard saying this because I hear people saying this like Sh I just want to fucking kill them because it's so sad um, but like I, I, I often have a physically intimidating presence now the thing is is that like I say that goes away because I have a very disarming voice I don't have a scary guy voice and I don't try to be I don't try to sound scary but some people are just intimidated by the presence of others and um, I like when that's not occurring I feel like people can open up a lot more um, you know, some people fucking intimidate me even without even, uh, trying because, um, even unconsciously, you know, people can cause harm to you. And, uh, actually one thing I remember finding interesting, I don't want to get off on this fucking tangent yet, but, um, because I've already lost where I fucking started. Oh, internet conversation. Oh yeah. I said, God be with you. Or no, sorry. I said, God bless you to this guy. And then I just got fucking like just bombed, just attacked with fucking a shitstorm of fucking dickhead atheist fucking nonsense of just being like your religion's bullshit, you're a fucking idiot, you're a stupid fucking idiot, and all this shit. And I'm like, what? What the fuck is your problem? Like your god is bullshit, your religion's like you only believe in that because blah, blah blah. Like all these tired asshole cliches. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like what fucking religion? Like what the fuck are you guys on about? And then finally, I was just like, um, like, I'm not fucking religious. And they're like, well, you said God bless you. I'm like, yeah, it's a fucking expression. It's a perfectly acceptable expression that people fucking use. And, and then um, what I brought up was, have you, and they're like, I'm like, have you ever said goodbye? Goodbye is a shortened version. It's just a, a fucking, um, fuck, I just pause and I can't fucking think of it. What's the fuck? Abbreviated. There you go. Fuck, I had to pause for like 10 minutes. 
ironically enough. Um, I abbreviated that pause. <laughs> anyway, it's an abbreviation of God be with you. So, if you've ever said fucking goodbye, then you've said a religious fucking expression. Like, every fucking thing we have, including our fucking calendar, is, is based in religious fucking mythology. Like, just because you don't believe in religion and you don't practice it and you know it's nonsense doesn't mean we're not. it's not still part of our fucking culture. However... I was just saying to this guy, because I want him to believe that his God blesses him. I don't, I might not believe in what he believes, and I don't fucking, I, I you know, I, 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 but like shitting all over people is not the fucking way to get through them. They're, all you're doing is saying like people who don't believe are fucking heathenists, they're rude, they have no morals, they're fucking, they don't know how to be nice to each other. That's all that's fucking saying. And then I'm like, I completely empathize with all these poor fucking religious people, because it's just like, holy fuck, you know? They gotta put up with this shit all the time? Like, this is fucking brutal. Sorry, I just gotta pass this truck. It needs all of my focus. Anyway, um, I gotta take this thing to the fucking mechanic. I was on the phone with the mechanic, but then he put me on hold and I couldn't fucking wait. Too fucking restless. Um, anyway, where was I? Oh, I made a good analogy today because, like, my check engine light is on in the truck. I also woke up, all I could see was like blurry fucking patterns everywhere. So it's just like both my car and my body are trying to tell me there's something severely wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you. We're gonna drive this motherfucker till it fucking dies. Both the, the vehicle and my body. No, this isn't my vehicle, so I have to take care of it. But um, as far as the human body goes, it's the same thing. And when like you have this deep loathing, fucking um, deep, deep seated self loathing, that a lot of us uh, get, you don't even give a fuck, like, you don't take care of yourself properly, and that is fucking, it's ridiculous, I, I hear myself saying this, I hear anyone else saying, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, but we all do this, and uh, to some extent or another, so anyway, I've been taking myself to the goddamn doctor, even if it, whether it does something or not, I'm just gonna keep trying, and take that car into the mechanic too, and just keep going, you know, but anyway, um, I forgot where I was. I'm just thinking about how uh, a lot of people are denying healthcare. And that's fantastic because our healthcare system's going to shit and um, there's way less fucking doctors and medical professionals than there is to go around. Um, but luckily we have the greatest virus of all is this fucking viral shit of uh, convincing people that healthcare is bad. And that's, you know what, it sucks for most people, but it's also great for people that still want to be healthy and have health care. So, uh, by all means, yeah, fuck, health care is, it's all bogus. It's all hocus pocus, all of it. And uh, that's all right. Don't go to the doctor and don't go to the hospitals. And uh, that's fine. That's, that's, that's fucking, that's excellent. No, I mean, I wouldn't go unless I absolutely fucking had to. I don't know, someone asked me, like, why I was so happy and whatever at the doctor's office, I guess because most people are miserable. I'm like, well... The alternative is not getting medical attention when I need it. So the doc, the hospital and the doctor's office are extremely happy places for me. I don't know. But don't get me started about the fucking anti-hospital, anti-doctor people. Holy fuck. But anyway. Um, well, actually, that ties into the religious thing, too. So, oh, yeah. So anyway, the, the you guys understand the point of my fucking story. is just getting fucking roasted by these anti-religious cons. And it's like, I'm anti-religious, but I don't want to personally attack anyone. I'll attack a fucking religion all fucking day long. But to personally attack people and just try to make them feel poorly about themselves, that does not, it's not effective. That's just shitting on someone. That's just trying to make someone feel poorly. And you can fucking wrap it up any way you want. But I don't want to, I don't want anyone to feel fucking personally attacked. And I don't feel like that's an effective way to do fucking anything. Ironically, I think a lot of religions work in that fashion. They attack people personally. And they make them feel shitty about themselves. And that's one of the worst parts about it. So if you lower yourself down to that level, are you really fucking better than that? Absolutely fucking not. That wasn't a rhetorical question I had to answer. So. Oh, but what really made me, I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast. And um, that's why I call Joe Rogan to save time. You know, I like to fucking save time. I have a lot of uh, short forms for names that I like to use. But I also like to use like full names. Like instead of saying Joseph Rogan, or Joe Rogan, I'd say Joseph Rogan. That sounds like a household name, like calling Billy Crystal, William Crystal, or William Joel. Um, it's the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like doing that because it just, it hits your ear wrong. 
I, I like, or sorry, the reason I, I, I started doing that is because people will use a variation of a name that's more personal to make it seem like they know this celebrity better than anyone else. Like, you'll hear, you'll hear people doing this, and it's so fucking sad and pathetic, and it's funny. Um, so I like to do it the other way around. Like, put it as a more informal thing, because I don't know these fucking people worth a shit. And, um... Uh, it's like Maynard said, you know, in that, uh, I think it's Hooker with a Penis. I think that's the song. I don't fucking know. See, the thing is, I, uh, my favorite albums are Opiate, Enema, and, uh, I guess Undertow as well, but Opiate and Enema, I'm, I'm fucking going blank now. Anyway, I enjoy these albums, like, in, in their entirety. I play them front to back from start to finish, and although I love every song individually, I feel like... There's certain albums you just you just listen to the whole fucking thing front to back, and um, anyway, what what he said was um, all you like you know like he's talking about some guy claiming that he sold out or whatever as if he has to pose him a fucking explanation, and uh, he's just like all you know about me is what I've sold you or what I've told you. Um, I can't even remember the, all the fucking words now. It's all my all jumbled in my fucking head, but anyway. Um, it's so fucking absurd. It's like in The Simpsons where it's just like they like so many fans feel owed, and it's like they've given you fucking everything, like all this content for and for nothing. And it's mostly the fucking advertisers and the fucking uh, um, cable companies and all these cocksucking studios and all these talentless pieces of shit that don't do anything. They make all the fucking money, and it's even worse in sports. It's like the the fucking physical toll that puts on their body, like a football players, fucking hockey players, fighters. The physical toll, the fucking mental and physical anguish that these guys go through, and then and then all like, and they get rich some, sometimes, not always. I um, and then, but all these cock sucking pieces of shit on the sidelines getting rich off of their hard work. It's I mean that's every business is exploitation, but it's like I don't know. It's fucked. It's it's fucked. Regardless, I don't know if anyone's gonna make money off of me. I don't give a flying fucking shite. That's another reason I don't want to be successful. I don't want one fucking cent going to anyone. I want one fucking one single one person of my fans paying one fucking cent for anything I do. Fuck that shit. I don't know how you do still pay one cent. There's no fucking pennies left. Well, I guess no one uses cash payments anymore. Fuck. Get with the times there, big R. And um, I call myself <laughs> call myself Big R. Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I digress uh, on this Joe Rowe podcast. Fucking uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson said the same thing. He said, well, "Sorry, he said Godspeed and was getting roasted by all these kind of the same group of cunty, fucking annoying shithead heels. They're like, oh, don't you the fucking religious fucking thing, man." And um, he's like shut the fuck up, well, I don't know how he said it, I don't know, he's pretty blunt sometimes, he's absolutely brilliant, but he can be pretty blunt sometimes, I love Neil deGrasse Tyson, but he's just like, he used the exact same example that I did, he's one of my favorite guys, he's absolutely fucking brilliant, and he used the exact same um, thing, he said, oh, have you ever said God be with you, because that's a shortened version, or goodbye is a shortened version of God be with you, and um, so, I, I was just so flattered, I was so, um, validated by that because he used the same reasoning I did and I, I don't know anyway I mean who the fuck's gonna believe me I mean maybe they'll say I did it out no actually because these are YouTube comments they're timestamps I'd have to spend fucking years fishing through everything to find them but there is proof out there the truth is out there okay guys so anyway since I like to preach the moral of this story is don't bust fucking balls at heart or you know what Bust not the balls of others, lest ye have balls busted your your ye own. Put it in a religious fucking uh, um, sort of wording, you know, like an old medieval style or uh, whatever ancient wording is is a great way to sound like stoic and shit. I love those stoic quotes. Actually, I put that into my mix of uh, motivation and shit. And uh, actually, my my whole fucking playlist is just a mess. So I, I've ended up. Uh, I just have like everything on there, so I've got all these audiobooks. I got like 1984s on there. It's weird because I'll be working out and I'll just listen to like a whole chapter of that. There's a bunch of um, how to speak Spanish fucking lessons on there. There's a bunch of motivational fucking things. Oh fuck, I really love uh, the Ultimate Warrior. I always loved him. He's fucking nuts. 
I love uh, wrestling. I mean, growing up, that was that was just a shit. That was one sport you could just do anyway. You, I mean, even if you didn't know how to do it, you, you sure you'd be hurting each other all the time. But it was, uh, I don't know, I just love it. I fucking love it. I love the fucking drama of it. Um, if I uh, if I didn't fucking hate getting hurt so much and fucking, uh, I, you know, I could I could I would have loved to be a wrestler. I could have gained an extra hundred pounds. At my heaviest, I was only like two eighty. Um, I feel like I'd have to be just a little bit bigger. Actually, one little kid, uh, my buddy's nephew, said I had big arms like a wrestler. I'm like, yeah, not not quite, but thanks, buddy. That, that means a lot to me. <laughs> I needed that little boost. I think I got up to, I, I got this uh, in my supplements. They, all, they always throw in free swag, especially this one company I used to buy from. Uh, TigerFitness.com, fucking um, um, Mark Lobliner, The Machine. I fucking love that guy. Um, I don't know if you still can, but I used to email the guy and he'd actually email me back. It was fucking cool. I mean, how many CEOs of fucking big companies are going to fucking email you and actually talk to you? It's fucking bizarre. I mean, I, 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 I'm still the fucking El Presidente, I, uh, my company. I don't know. They, they said you can have any title you want. I'm like, well, fuck. I'm going to spend this kind of money having a corporation. Make me El Presidente. <laughs> fucking, it was worth it just for that title. Anyway, I forgot. I, oh, I, anyway, Ultimate Warrior does uh, some motivation. I just, I love his fucking voice. He's fucking hilarious. He's still insane. That was one of the greatest things about him. He's fucking insane. Watch, watch the videos of him like uh, from the '80s and '90s, just fucking going crazy. Um, but anyway, he's still just as nuts. But I like when someone takes like what could be a negative thing and turns into something positive. He uses his insanity. I think he's actually dead. Regardless, legends never die. He'll live on just as I will. Um, uh, actually, I, I, I would really like somebody to make an amalgamation of all my work um, and just pull out all, like, just not, not like, you know, I don't want a bunch of fucking incoherent rambling. You know, I want a montage of, like, motivational shit that I said or, like, intelligent shit. You'd have to really dig through this shit. After I'm dead, of course. I don't give a fuck now. I don't need the shit. But you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's what I would like. I would like uh, somebody to do that for me. Whoever the fuck's still listening. Could somebody get off their ass? I'm too fucking lazy to do it. I know you're asking. Well, fuck. You know. But after I'm dead, you'll be like, you know what? He didn't have a lot of time. Okay? Unless I'm like 100 years old. And at that point, fuck, you know how incoherent this fucking show is going to get? Jesus Christ, guys. You have no fucking idea. Hey, you good. This guy's here. But anyway, um, I digress. I gotta get off the fucking uh, thing here, so, um, oh, fuck, also, I might have added this to the uh, the beginning of a fucking episode or the end, I couldn't fucking get the other one out fast enough, so now it's all backlogged, so you're either gonna get properly sized ones or not, see, you wouldn't need me to explain this, um, but... I don't know why I feel compelled to fucking over-explain everything. Fuck, it's a... You know what, a doctor said it's part of my uh, condition, so it's not my fault. When something's not your fault, you don't have to do anything about it. So, uh, take that. There you go. There's some fucking motivation for you. There's some fucking wise words. But yeah, yeah, someone make a goddamn montage for me after I'm dead. Um, so that I can uh, live on, just like the Ultimate Warrior. I don't know if he's dead or not. I don't give a shit. The point is, it doesn't fucking matter. All right, he's still it's he's still alive to me. He's still real to me. Damn it! <laughs> I think that's some kid crying saying that that wrestling is still real. It's like it's as real as anything else is. What the fuck? <laughs> no one's as real as me, though. There you go. There's a good tagline. No one's as real as me. I love you all. Be well. All right, and we're back. Fuck! What an ordeal. I had to. I had to fucking goddamn fuck okay back it up there let's start over again hello welcome to big ron the champs podcast <laughs> wait a second no i added the last recording of the last one at the beginning of this one so if i didn't welcome you at the beginning of that you can fuck off all right you're welcome now but you weren't welcome before or no, sorry, the fucking welcome from the goddamn last episode, 88, should have fucking carried over. Because I fucking, the shit all just builds up and builds up. It's such a fucking ordeal to go through it and sort it. 
And um, let that be a lesson to you, seeing as I like to fucking preach for my high horse, is uh, get your fucking shit sorted. Don't let it pile up. Don't let it pile up. And if it does, it's not as bad as you think. Usually, you stress more. If you're like me, you, you worry and overthink and overstress things. Nothing's as bad as it fucking seems, okay? I promise you, it's never as bad as it fucking seems. And like any task that seems daunting, it's really not that bad. Just start listening to fucking music. Listen to my fucking podcast. Put some shit or whatever your other favorite, well, obviously this is your favorite, whatever your second or third, fourth or fifth favorite podcast is. Um, <laughs> I love that. One guy said that to me. He's like, obviously I'm your favorite guy to work with. This guy was, I love the guy, but he was not my favorite guy to work with. I don't want to say his fucking name. Say his fucking name. That was a Donnie Brasco reference. I love that fucking movie. No, I loved every single person I ever worked with, and I loved working with every single person I did, because for better or for worse, I either enjoyed it, or it taught me how to suffer someone who's the most annoying fuck ever. And I know I provided both of those services, so I don't mind saying it. You learn from every single person, otherwise you're fucking up, if you're not learning. There, there's some more preaching for you. This guy was a master preacher. He was an absolute fucking genius, like insanely intelligent and knowledgeable yet could barely function in regular life, as so many fucking of the most intelligent, talented people do. Um, and part of it, actually, that will relate back to what I was saying, is when you just start doing stuff, it starts getting done. I know this sounds obvious and stupid, but I remind myself of this all the time. You know, you look at, like, a whole bunch of work, whether it be at home or at fucking uh, work or wherever the fuck it is. It seems daunting. It's really not nearly as bad as you think. And then you start going and you blink your fucking eyes, and it's all, like, most of it's done or it's getting done, and then it's not so bad. That being said, I start my class today and I'm fucking terrified. Because it was bad enough, it was hard enough doing school when I was really good at it. Now i got to go back and do it really fucking terribly. Same thing going to the gym. It's like, it was hard enough when I was good at it. Or actually, you know, and then now it's like, you got to go in there like hurting, fuck, exhausted, and fucking... And that only gets worse over time. But anyway, don't let that dishearten you. Don't let, uh, don't let anything fucking slow you down or stop you. All right, or don't let slowing down stop you. There you go. You know, I like to play words. Uh, that's that's the key. Just say things one way and then say them the other. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the, I'm gonna sign off for now because I do have to go to work, and uh, I just felt like talking a little more shit before I went in. Oh yeah, and uh, speaking of things not being as bad as I thought, I just went to the mechanic, and my it's not that bad. It's not as bad as I thought. I always tell though. Uh, like doctors, whenever they give me bad news, and it's like it's like I said to the mechanic or the fucking uh, the the accountant, like you don't have to be sorry. You giving me the bad news of how horrible this is is not. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. That's a Goodwill Hunting reference. Like my financial, physical, and automotive health are never. They're actually the opposite of the fault of the person trying to help me with that. And the person giving me the news, I can't, I never shoot the messenger. I welcome and love the messenger. As a messenger myself, I, uh, I'll try to inform you guys as much as possible on everything. Anyway, that, I, I was trying to wrap that up. I gotta go. I love you all. Be well. And oh yeah. And also if you're not too busy, go fuck yourselves. It's not too much trouble. Welcome back, Big Brad Net Champ here. How's everybody doing? I uh, having a great day. I'm leaving work early. It's hard to do, but uh, I just got everything fucking done today, and I I was like, well, not everything. Get it? Not, you can never get everything done. I can't I can't say that with any fucking uh, without without having a constant. It hits the ears so fucking terribly. Like when people are like, I got nothing to do. Like who? What? Huh? The fuck did you just say? You got nothing to do. There's a whole world full of stuff to fucking do. You know? I can't stand when people say there's nothing to do. People who get bored. Like, what the fuck is your problem? Who the fuck? How the fuck are you getting bored in this world? With everything there is to do. It's not always great. It's not always good stuff to do. It's like when you have tons of food at home. Or you're too lazy to cook. Or you don't want anything that's healthy. You want some junk. There's nothing to eat. And it's like, don't, I can't, I can't with that shit. It's like, until you've been fucking without days, without food for days, then I don't want to hear, oh, there's nothing to eat. Or like, yeah, you're trapped in a fucking white padded room with your fuck, with a fucking, in a straitjacket. But even still, 
you can still fucking go inside your mind. No one can stop you from doing that. Uh, unless they drug the shit out of you. But I mean, to the lengths that someone has to go so you actually can't do anything. Like, if you are locked up against your will and you have nothing to fucking do, that's um, understandable. But if you're out here and, and, and you have all the freedom to do fucking anything, to learn anything, to fucking look up anything, to, you know, engage in pretty much any fucking activity you can think of, and you're sitting around going, I'm fucking bored, there's nothing to do. Or you're at a job where there's so many fucking things that need doing. And you're like, I'm done, I did all my work. I'm done all my work, where do we go Anyway. Alright, so... Oh, you know what the other thing is? You got nothing to do? Make a fucking podcast! I always have something to do. Fuck, I got all these stupid thoughts in my head? I'm not just gonna leave them there. I, um... Actually, that's why I gotta record while I'm driving, because I'm always fucking doing shit. I never have any fucking free time. Or, if I do have free time, I use it with other fucking shit. So, I mean, I don't know. I, the whole concept. I, like, I just knew when I was a kid, like, you started talking about how you're bored. Your mom's going to be mom's gonna be like, well, you know, what? There's so much to do. Are you crazy? And then you get a list of chores. It's like, so you got to watch the fuck out. But anything, anyway, at work, I, I love fucking, there's just so much goddamn work to do. I could never stand when people are like, done. But this is a really awful tangent, and I, I want to get back to whatever the fuck, wherever I fucking started. Uh, my point being that I did enough today. I feel like I constantly have to justify everything. I have to justify every single fucking thing. And if I'm not picking apart every single word I say, every single thought in my head, then uh, then it, it fucking eats at me. And I can't fucking, uh, you know, I got, I got problems. If that's not abundantly clear, <laughs> I have fucking uh, a lot of uh, issues. As we all do, right? So this is a, this is a thing. It's like... Jim Norton, he's always talking about crazy perverted shit. Now, if you're not interested, you're not entertained, or, or, you know, the guy's a comedian, he's funny as fuck, if you're, you know, that's fine. But what he's also doing with talking about all this crazy weirdo shit is he's normalizing it a little bit. Or at least you don't, like, if you are into some freaky fucking shit that he's in, you're a fucking deviant, and you're going straight to hell. However, this guy, um, he make you feel a little less fucked up, right? guy like that who will just talk about really fucked up shit, like out in the open, in front of millions of fucking people, he doesn't give a shit, and um, I think that there is a lot, is very, very powerful, it's very valuable to say, look, I'm fucked up, you know, it's like uh, Tyson Fury, uh, I, I want, he's one of my favorite motivators, like listening to him fucking talk because he, he, he he's fallen into he's, he's been fighting depression like his whole life and you know what I mean this guy uh, a lot of people see depression as weakness and uh, this is one thing he was talking about he's like I'm like I'm the fucking he's the heavyweight champion of the fucking world he's like one of the toughest guys on the planet that ever fucking lived and if depression can kick his ass then you don't have to you know what I mean you don't have to be so ashamed if it's fucking you up right so um, I don't know I don't know, one of my dreams was to be a fighter, but, uh, fuck, I don't know. As much as I just love the art of, uh, of pugilism, hand-hand combat, any martial arts or any fuck, but especially boxing, I just fucking love it. Um, I don't know, there's something about fighting I just always love, but I don't know, man, I took a couple bad shots. One particular, I've already talked to, told you guys the story, just, I just got fucking destroyed, and I was like, fuck this, and, uh, and I decided, now, fuck it, life's hard enough without fucking that much brain damage and shit, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's so counterintuitive, it's like diving, what the fuck is the point of that, like, I'm not, not diving in a fight, that, there's clear, obvious fucking benefits and, uh, drawbacks to that, taking a dive, I never took no dive, chicky, <laughs> That's a, obviously a Spenny versus Kenny versus Spenny uh, reference. That's a Spenny versus fucking uh, acting reference. Um, oh my god, that was fucking funny. I love Spenny. I love Kenny. Uh, Kenny's like really funny and clever, and he's an egomaniac. He's a fucking twat a little bit. But uh, Spenny's an absolute fucking knob. But he comes across as like 
an alien that's trying to impersonate human beings. Like, I don't see... Like, it seems like he's just never been around human beings. He doesn't really know how they interact. He doesn't, you know... And, uh... <laughs> but he takes such a beating. He's such a fucking masochist. Um, and that, that I love. Like, if he had a theme song, like I said... I, I don't know if I said this. I, who knows what the fuck I said. The, um... It would be the song from the end of The Wrestler. You know, that Bruce Springsteen song. Have you ever seen a one-legged dog hopping his way down the street? It's like the saddest fucking song in the world. But that movie, The Wrestler, is the saddest fucking song in the uh, saddest movie. So, um, I don't know. I fucking, um, I, I, I fucking love Mickey Rourke in that fucking movie. And, um... I was never overly impressed of, like, he was, like, a really handsome fucking, like, almost like a pretty boy type of fucking guy. I was never overly impressed with him before, but, like, that fucking movie, I was like, holy shit. You know, like, I just, I just love the guy. Because anyone that takes a fucking beating like that, like, you know, I mean, he's a fucking fighter. Like, his face is all smashed up to shit. He was really good in Sin City as well. Um, because he's so, and, um, what was that other one where he's a meth dealer? I don't know if you guys have been in a, anyway, no, never mind. The, um... Like, he's just so grizzled and fucking, uh, I love that. I love that. You know, I mean, most, all, I mean, like, acting is playing pretend. A lot of these guys are not real fucking tough guys. But, um, guys that actually fight and get the fucking shit smashed out of them, I have the utmost fucking respect for. And not just in the, uh, in, in the ring, but some people, they just, like, life will beat the living fucking shit out of people, metaphorically and physically. There's so many people that it will just keep uh, keep on going, and I that I have the most the utmost respect for anyone like that. I try to be like that myself, but I, I've not gone through even half the fucking shit of a, a lot of people have in their life. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the fucking point of life is exactly. I have actually been so uh, sure that I had figured it out. It's probably high on fucking drugs. <laughs> it's crazy how clear you can see everything at that point, or at least it seems that way. Um, nah, fuck, anyway. Today I'm high on life. And drugs. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I'm always on the fucking manic cycle. So I try to, uh... I try to get as much done and as much fucking... Recorded while my brain is working. Actually, today, as of fucking noon, I think the, uh... My first lesson just dropped in my fucking course that I just started. I think it's today. That's what I got on my calendar. I can't keep track of fucking anything it's so difficult even with all these apps and calendars and all this fucking shit it still feels like just so fucking challenging i'm speeding a little bit a little bit i um i was speeding in front of a cop the other day i was doing one kilometer over the speed limit the whole fucking time he didn't do shit it's like yeah that's right <laughs> but anyway um this is going to be the one of my biggest fucking challenges, trying to learn how to write again. Or worse, I'm going to fucking face the fact, like, full-on face the fact that I can't write worth a shit anymore. Because that wasn't, like, a fucking skill that... I mean, I had a natural proclivity, but I worked tirelessly at it. It didn't even feel like work. I was so fucking passionate. I just, all I did was fucking read and write all day. Like, just, I, I just, I don't know. I was so fucking into it. And then I just let it go by the wayside because I fucking, uh... I don't know. I feel I for for multi multi multiple fucking reasons. I stopped writing because I loved it, but I didn't want to ever do what I loved as a job. I wanted my job and what I loved to be separate. Thing is, I love all the fucking work I've ever done, and now I've uh, and then I and then in, in, in somehow squandered this fucking gift that I had, like a natural proclivity. Um. And, I, and yeah, I just squandered it because I didn't fucking take advantage of it while my brain was working. So now I've got to use this broken-ass fucking brain and try to, uh, I don't know, whatever. The try is the key word. Because I need, uh, more importantly than my, to prove to myself that if I'm gonna, but if I'm gonna have kids, I can't let them ever think it's okay to stop trying to give up on your, uh, goals and your dreams and all that shit. Or make your dreams so fucking... Or your goals, set your goals so low that, you know, they come to pass fairly easy and then you're all right. Like, I, that was my strategy a lot of times. Um, I don't know. Fuck. One of my dreams was to have my own business. Now, it wasn't really that amazing of a thing to a lot of people. 
I mean, my business fucking failed. However, I went from essentially being homeless and having nothing, more or less, to uh, having, you know, putting a couple of trucks on the road. I should have set my sights a little higher because, I, yeah, I just wanted to have a business with trucks on the road. <laughs> and uh, I wanted my company name on the side. I don't know if I ever even put my company name on the side of my trucks. I, I use reusable fucking uh, magnets. And then, uh, but anyway, yeah, and then like having a decent place to live and a decent life, it's like, it was such a huge upgrade because I was just so hungry and I was so, uh, but anyway, th those are my goals. If you look at my life goals from when I was a kid, I have the illustrated fucking, uh, like, my life goals. Um, they're fucking hilarious. I wanted to live in a trailer because I always wanted to live in a trailer and I never got to. I just wanted a small house that was just for me, my own fucking space, some tiny little fucking place. And I love the transient lifestyle. I love the gypsy lifestyle. I love the fucking nomadic fucking, you know, you're not just stuck in one place. I like to move from place to place. It's very hard to live in a fucking house and, and not be, to keep moving. It's difficult for me anyway. It's not, it's not comfortable. So... Regardless, though, I feel like I've achieved living in a fucking, I don't know, I guess I don't live in an actual fucking trailer, but uh, I guess I gave up on that goal. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe one fucking day. I live inside my fucking head, so whether or not I'm imagining it's a fucking trailer, um, I, I don't know, I live my life on my own fucking terms. I live in a house that's better than a fucking trailer, so I guess I've surpassed that goal. I guess, uh, I'll fucking phrase it that way so that I fucking can feel better. The other one was to have dreadlocks. That was a really stupid fucking goal. Those things, I got, I, I made them. They were fucking disgusting. Um, they were fucking horrific, you know, and, uh, but I did it because I wanted to do it, and, uh, <laughs> oh my god, I remember when we chopped those fucking horrific things off. They, they landed, there was this huge nest of them in the back, um, and they just, it just hit the ground with a thud. Like, it was just like, it, it was this fucking mess of, ne this nest of, like, fucking dreadlocks. And then, uh, yeah, it was just like, fuck that shit. I like being able to fucking, I don't even want hair anymore. I hate it. If I could just remove all my fucking hair permanently, I would. I like having a beard, but I don't fucking, uh, even that's somewhat of a nuisance. Because you can't get a fucking airtight seal on a mask. That kind of sucks. Um, but anyway, yeah, it would be nice to just not have to fucking worry about it anymore. It's fucking stupid. I don't want to judge anyone that has hair and, and, and loves having hair and styling their hair. I was one of these people, let me be clear. Like, I used to have my dreadlocks, my mohawks, my fucking, uh, third thing that rhymes with that. Dreadlocks, mohawks, and smallpox. No, that's not a hairstyle. I might be, I don't fucking know. Hold on. Terry Fox? Is that a hairstyle? I don't remember what his hair looked like. I can't even see his... I can see his face. I don't know. The Terry Fox. I just need something that rhymes. I like to do things in lists of three. You know, I used to have... People constantly um, misidentify obsessive compulsive disorder with like being like type A or just being like a, a very anal and organized, like uh, anal retentive and all that shit. Um, they got retention in their anus and then they call it fucking uh, obsessive compulsive disorder. Now, let me, let me be clear. I'm no fucking expert, but because I'm on the internet, I am a bit. <laughs> I'm a bit of an expert myself. I, as a guy who's used to suffer um, a lot, I used to suffer greatly from uh, obsessive compulsive disorder. It's when you're you obsessed and you're fucking compulsive. It means you have to actually act on these things. You're not just like bothered by things not being organized a certain way or things not being like clean a certain way like you have you have all these insane fucking idiosyncrasies and all these like crazy fucking things that you have to do constantly or else you freak the fuck out it's um it's just a cope what it is is a coping mechanism when you cannot deal with reality you start finding ways to deal with it and, and, and or so you find there's many different ways of uh, trying to escape reality or find the coping mechanisms. One of them being you obsess with all these stupid fucking things. For some reason, you think that these things um, help you. You know, like stepping on the cracks of a sidewalk was one that I, I had to do. Uh, doing something like a certain amount of times. Like you'd have to turn a doorknob seven times or nine times or I don't fucking know. I'm like, I'm racing my brain to give you guys the accurate, accurate numbers um, as if it fucking matters. 
that, that, that is some mild obsessive fucking thing right there. Like getting fixated on fucking amounts and certain fucking things. Um, and then you think if you don't do these things, your whole fucking world will fall apart. Eventually, uh, I don't know, I don't, it didn't happen overnight. I, I just, I fixed, it, it's the same thing with every other fucking problem, essentially. I don't like to deal in absolutes. But um, I find once you have other shit going on, other shit that makes you happy or feel fulfilled, all that shit will go away. I notice this with people every day that I meet. They're all fucking freaking out about this and that and like finding these little details and stupid fucking things. And they're fucking so upset. Now, almost every single time when you start paying attention to this person and listening to them and, and, and you know, having some positive interactions and get this person feeling better about themselves, all of a sudden all that stupid shit that seemed very important to that person didn't, doesn't fucking matter anymore. Whether, whether, whether it's like, usually it's like in our case, it's finding fault with the products we're bringing them to them or installing or the way we're installing, the way we're installing them and blah, 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 fucking blah. But I'm telling you, once you start paying attention to this person, you start, it's not just forming some fucking bond because, uh, we've had companies try to like cock sucking fucking, don't get me started. These corporate fucking bastards come in and try to tell us to fucking they, they, they're trying to capitalize on a fucking sacred bond between customer and installer customer and service guy they're like yeah they don't trust salespeople. i'm like yeah and they shouldn't because most salespeople are pieces of shit and until they you prove otherwise you're going to be profiled that way and appropriately so you know what i mean it's just like i, I think you, you profile everyone and they have the opportunity to prove you otherwise and i love when people do i love when people prove me otherwise regardless um, once you, yeah, they, they were trying to get us to take advantage of, uh, of this bond that we, we, we fucking, we form with people and, um, to sell them shit, to fucking lie to them and to fucking screw them over. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And then they're like, well, you know, you have to. And it's like, no, no, I fucking don't. It's like one person said, I'm not allowed to badmouth the company I work for. I'm like, I will fucking die before I let that be the case. I will fucking badmouth anyone and everyone, and anyone can badmouth me. I will never live in a fucking world where you're not allowed to fucking say anything, or you're getting fucking censored and shit. If they want to fire me, they can go fuck themselves. I will never, you know, they've already tried to fire me. You know, it's like I'm never going to fucking, I'm never going to stop working. And I, the thing is, is when a company's big enough, you can enter her through so many orifices. Um... So it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm still going to work for this fucking company or work for another fucking company. I'll fucking work for another opposing company for nothing just to spite the first company that fucked me over. Because you know what? I am in a very fucking unique, powerful position where I don't need fucking money and I don't fucking give a shit about it. I can survive with fucking nothing. I can like sustainably fucking uh, keep working for, you know, I don't know. I don't know why I'm fucking going on about this shit. It's not that important. I mean, what the fuck is, really, when you think about it, you know? Let's not get philosophical here. Um, where, where did I start? Oh, yeah, I don't like taking advantage of people. I don't like screwing people over. I'm not the most noble guy in the world. I've done fucking horrible, unspeakable things. I won't even fucking speak about them. Because if I did, they would be speakable. And uh, I'd have to redefine them. Um... But anyway, regardless, I, I don't like to, uh, to fucking judge others, but I, I also, yeah, I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth as per usual. I'm freaking out right now because there's fucking cops and it freaks me out. Again, there's another situation. Cops profile people. They do. Um, they fucking have to. Not all of them are pieces of shit, but I, people profile cops just as much, if not more so. And I think a lot of times, oh, this guy's going to be a fucking hard-on, and then I'm surprised when they're not, and I'm so fucking happy when they're not, because um, they're not all like that, you know, no no group of people is entirely defined by that group, you know, so, uh, regardless, I fucking don't remember where I was with any of this shit, <sighs> anyway, um, I have to fucking go up on the side of my fucking house to fix a goddamn yeast trough, and I'm terrified. I cannot, and it's absolutely killing me, because I've always been afraid of heights, but I overcame that fucking fear, and I thought that I had it conquered, at least like two or three stories up, because I had to go up on roofs like almost every fucking day for work, so I had to overcome the fucking fear, 
but then it came back and it came back harder than ever because my brain is shutting down because or my it's just shutting down my body because I have fallen and hurting myself and hurting I've hurting myself that can't be a word hurting I'm sorry guys my brain is hurting <laughs> it's, it's hurting hurting really honestly my brain is like keep writing it out in my room uh, around my room my room which is my brain um, oh yeah, it's a reference to fucking Jordan Peterson. I think he's falling apart now. God bless him. Um, I think he's fucked. But one thing he says is uh, get your room clean. That's good advice. I think his room's like completely trashed. You don't have to follow your advice to give it. That's a that's a big mis misdemeanor. Or sorry, misdemeanor. <laughs> don't even know what I'm saying. But what I'm trying to say is. Um, that guy did have a lot of great advice, a lot of great insight. Uh, I don't know. I think he's fucked now. I, I don't know if he's still uh, hanging on. But that just goes to show two things. Um, why did I say two things? I can't even remember one. Even the most intelligent, capable fucking people can fall apart and can get taken down the fucking rabbit holes and the fucking wormholes of fucking absolute fucking insanity. Anyone. It's not just simple people. It's not just stupid people. You get wrapped up in some fucking dumbass shit. We find out all the time, or at least it's 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 absolutely uh, crazy how often you find out that you just believe something that wasn't true, or uh, didn't make any fucking sense because you didn't think critically about it, or you just believed it because you wanted to believe because it was part of some fucking cause or some fucking shit that made you feel good about yourself. Again, all that shit goes to the wayside once once people feel loved and feel like you're paying attention to them and that, that you know they're having positive interaction. All this insane fucking shit. It all goes away. That is the fucking cure right there. Um, but anyway, what this guy said, what one great, great advice that I, I really like, and I relate back to that. Um, I think it was a Navy SEAL guy. I don't know. Uh, he was on one of these motivational things. He was just telling people to make make your bed, like start your day by making your bed. And I've always objected to this because I thought making my bed was stupid. I still believe that. Um, and I used to make beds professionally. Like I said, I used to clean hotel rooms, so I'm a professional bed maker. But I just thought it was fucking stupid. Why would I make a bed that I sleep in? But the... I have extreme problems with brain fog and... Um, what do you call it? Uh, fucking short-term memory loss. So I'm constantly sabotaging myself. And then I'm like, ah, shit, what the fuck did this... I'm constantly... like, like It's like a fight club where he's like, I feel like I'm just like following this psychopath around or whatever. It turns out it's him. Fucking goddamn it! Anyway, um, these guys are blocking my parking spot with a fucking with my own garbage cans. I went so far out of my way to do this so it was gonna be as easy as possible. You know what though? It doesn't matter. I uh, I love these. The, the garbage service out here is phenomenal. Garbage man, I can't. I, I'm trying so hard to talk shit because I'm just mad. But I love even the even the dickhead ones. I love every garbage man. That okay? Sorry, actually coming back to what I was saying earlier. Uh, for my life goals, one of them was to be a garbage man. Now, I didn't actually become a garbage man because I never got my fucking DZ. But about roughly once a week, I get to take a fucking load of garbage for, from our from our business to uh, the dump. And they actually let me go into the fucking transfer station with all the garbage trucks. And I get to sort all my recycling. Because before, everyone was just dumping everything in the garbage. It was insane. Now, um, I've... Fuck, I probably cut down on the garbage by 90% by recycling all everything. Uh, regardless, I love doing it. That was one of my life fucking dreams. Because I love manual labor. I always do. I always will. Um, I just I find it very, very fucking rewarding and uh, beneficial. So the one thing I love about garbage is not having to be careful. I love it. And not only that, it's also cathartic. To throw shit away to get rid of it is the most wonderful fucking feeling. Because nothing stresses me out more than having things. And, um... Yeah, material possessions. Are, it's a fucking trap right there. Got all this stupid junk. I can leave my fucking house right now. And, uh, leave every single physical fucking item behind. I've done it. I've done it multiple times in my life. Just giving up every single thing I've ever had. Uh, physically. And, uh, eventually, mentally. You start giving up your parts of your fucking brain. Parts of your personality. Some of your skills and abilities. You can give it all up. <laughs> and uh, actually, that's another part of uh, Buddhism is uh, shaving your head. Because having hair is a, just another one of these material fucking things.
Uh, one thing uh, I too I, I love doing this too much. I love talking too much, and I love um, I love going through thoughts in my fucking head and sorting them out. It's just another version of like I love the feeling we're going through like a room or a house or a warehouse and just sorting everything out, getting things organized and organized and organized is one of the most wonderful feelings. So to try to do that inside my fucking brain to uh, sort things out, it really, really fucking feels good. And um, I don't know. That's, uh, oh yeah, I didn't get to finish the life goals thing. So I feel like I accomplished that enough. I didn't give a fuck exactly what it had to be as for a job. I just wanted to do physical work. Uh, I wanted to do more skilled labor, and I did. Um, I still do sometimes, but I had my card revoked. <sighs> Whatever. I, I could go on and on and endlessly about that, and, and I just don't fucking want to right now. I feel like uh, I've said enough on that for now. Um, <sighs> What else was I going to say? Oh, uh, on this list. I wish I could find it for you guys. I would post it because it was an illustrated list. I love drawing cartoons and shit. Actually, it was a psychiatrist. She was from Hong Kong, I remember. She was one of my favorites. I had a lot of doctors and psychiatrists in my life. I'm a fucking mess, even from childhood. <laughs> um, so, whatever. Uh, one thing she taught me was to... Uh, you know, because I love drawing things. That was one thing I loved doing, like, little bits of artwork or little cartoons. And, like, that would carry through our entire life. Like, me and my buddies, we were just talking about how we, we used to um, draw cartoons of each other. Like, just different situations and different, like, fucking people that we knew. Like, it was just so much fun to just draw cartoons of people. It's such a great way, like, especially if you're pissed off to just <laughs> get this passive-aggressive aggression out. Um, or whatever, passive-aggressively get your frustration out, or, or even just express something comically. Um, a lot of people do it through music, a lot of people do it in a lot of uh, different ways anyway. So, I wish I had the illustrated thing, I, I don't know. But, see, this is like one fucking material thing I wish I still had, like all these fucking pieces of artwork <laughs> from childhood. But, you know what, it is what it is. That should, I, you know what, it might surface, you know. I know my mom did keep some stuff. Um, I found an old stock certificate from like, fuck, I don't even know. It's probably like the Louis Dreyfus Corporation or like the East India Trading Company. It was like this ancient stock certificate. Um, I had a banker. I don't know. I think she gave up. She stopped talking to me. But she was trying to find it. She's like, this is a nightmare. I'm like, I've gone to every single fucking person I know. And it, it, it became like a... Um, national treasure situation where you're just chasing all these fucking clues because they like these stock companies they just keep fucking going out of business recently a lot of companies do it like this uh they just keep going out of business going out of business so you keep calling all these numbers you keep looking now with the internet it's way fucking easier but it's still a nightmare because it's just you, you end up they've changed businesses like a thousand times and uh trying to redeem those fucking it's like, I don't know. So I said, if you can, that's great. If not, I'm right where I fucking started. So, I mean, I just found a piece of paper in my basement. But it's not, I mean, even it's worth, worth like a thousand bucks. It's not worth to me as much as, uh, you know, some fucking piece of artwork that me or my brothers or, or whatever made. See, that's where art becomes priceless and worthless altogether. Or it has the most, it has whatever value you give it. Um, now, saying I always have to give both sides, I believe there is definitely objective quality of art when it comes to whether it be music, whether it be food, whether it be movies or fucking paintings or draw drawings. That's British for drawings. Um, or New England, depending on uh, New English, I guess you could say. <sighs> okay, guys, I really got to get to work here. My other goal, I just wanted to finish this fucking one goddamn thought. I'm looking at it in my head. My long-term memory works. I'm just reading off the page and looking at the pictures. One of my goals was to get huge. And um, I did that. And now my... my, my um, I just wanted to be really big and strong, you know. I wanted to be like He-Man or fucking... Oh, that's what I grew up with, you know, in the 80s. Everybody did. Now they've actually reissued those fucking uh, Castle Grayskulls and shit. I'm so stoked when I saw that. Fuck, because everybody had that shit. I used to keep all my money in there. My life savings was in that fucking castle. 
It was like one of my favorite things. I got so many hand-me-down toys that were just fucking awesome. Um, I'm so excited to have kids and be able to play with toys again. Fucking stoked. And not be a weirdo. Uh, no, I mean, I'm going to be a weirdo, but it won't be weird that I'm playing with toys anymore because I'll have kids. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, uh, what, was the, what was the rest of the list? Oh, no, I hate this when I go blank on the long-term stuff because that's all I have left. Oh, yeah, to get huge. But anyway, that was that's a long story to talk about this. Um, to get really big, but then to be comfortable with not being very big. Because I'm going to have permanent dysmorphia for the rest, like, rest of my life. Because I'm always going to feel like physically small. I never got that. I got up to like 280. Um, you know. And like... Uh, it's not like I was like 500 pounds. But like now I'm sitting around somewhere around 2... Between 220, 240 something maybe. And I just feel small. I don't feel like nearly as big as I once was or nearly as strong as I once was and that's really hard to deal with because you just you know you don't you just I just always feel small and a lot of people are like you're a real big guy still like what the fuck are you talking about but it's all um that's that's what dysmorphia is right you just it's it's an illusion some people will be so fucking big and still feel small some people will be, feel they'll be like a fucking skeleton and will think they're fat like you know that's that's where you get to like anorexia that's another coping me coping mechanism too with the eating disorders is like you can't control life shit's going to hell so you uh you fixate and control your diet um and there's so many fucking different versions of that which we uh which I don't have time to unpack right now because I got to get to work. I just wanted to finish the list. What was it? So yeah, I feel like that the what I was trying to illustrate was this: uh, when you make your fucking goals too easy and you pass them all, and then and then I'm just sitting here holding my dick for the rest of my life with no goals. Like what the fuck? So I had to make a bunch of fresh ones. Uh, one of them was to be a writer and uh, to write more. So I got to actually learn how to fucking write again, and then. Um, one was to get my fucking GED because I just never got it, I guess. I honestly thought that I did. I might have. But anyway, it was very, very difficult to go back and start all over again. And just, like, to have, like, no attention span and no fucking short-term memory. Completely, like, the most foggy fucking brain that doesn't even function. And, you know, having to go back that far, like, after being, like, a fucking really intelligent academic fucking guy. And then going back. It's like, it's like going back to the gym. You know, after being able to fucking, like, bench press 300 pounds, and you go back, and you got to fucking bench press, like, 40 fucking pounds, like a little fucking, you know, and, and it sucks. It sucks for everybody that has to do that shit, and, uh, but you know what sucks more is when you don't, when you don't even try. That's, that's the main thing, and, and not just for me, but for my kids and anyone else, uh, to think that it's okay to stop trying is the most fucking unacceptable thing, you know, so... And uh, it's not just kids or, or whatever. Like, that was one of my main goals. But it's like everybody. Like I say, like, you, nobody got through fucking life by themselves. Everybody has a whole, has somebody who helped them along and multiple people who helped them along. So I feel like if you feel like you're completely alone, there's no one to go, you don't give a shit about yourself. At very least, you've got to push yourself on because there are, you, you, you have to hold yourself accountable. You know, you have to. Because there are people that love you and that care about you, no matter what you fucking might be thinking in the moment. And then you have to fucking keep on trying. Otherwise, what the fuck was the point of anyone fucking being there for you if you're just going to give up? Fucking pathetic. So, anyway, there's way too much to go over, but I feel like, yeah, don't make your goals too fucking easy. D give yourself a goddamn pat on the back for achieving your fucking goals, for sure. But don't stop making them, and don't fucking... Um, yeah, never, never stop trying for fuck's sakes. Come on. Unless it's some fucking stupid shit. Well, that's the thing. I see. You know what? I never. You know, I never take one stand. I got to be on the fence. If if you're doing the dumbest fucking shit ever, <laughs> then, then stop trying and assert that fucking uh, that um, that fucking energy somewhere else. For fuck's sakes. Speaking of which, I really got to get at this fucking shit. I'm fucking stressed out, and I'm, I'm I'm conveying that to you guys. So you're probably listening to this idiot being like, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go. It's like some asshole that can't get off the phone. Um, I'm that asshole. Fuck. That was happening in a thing I was listening to. Oh, he started another thing. Fuck. They were like, it's like trying to get off the fucking phone. This podcast I was listening to. Uh, I think Dave, Dana Carvey said that. David Spade or something. I don't know. I was like, yeah, that's it. You're trying to wrap it up, and it's like a fucking phone call. 
It's like a phone call to a bunch of fucking my favorite people. And it's my favorite type of conversation because it's a fucking... I'm not going to call it a monologue because there's a lot of voices in my fucking head. And I'm also gauging, like, imaginary reactions of what I think everyone... Like, I've, I've cycled through, like, the hundred people that I think might be listening to this at any given time. And I always think of... I have to think of every single one of your, one of your faces and how you'd respond or react to all, all this shit. And, uh... You know, it's a lot to uh, take in. Anyway... I, Good, everybody, uh, thank you for listening. I love you all. Go fuck yourselves. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it for now. Mm-hmm.